Hello there, and thank you for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 379 for patch 7.3.5. We talk about the world of Warcraft and the rest of the Blizzard universe. This is Root. And this is Freckleface. Coming up, memorable quest lines, the Mythic Dungeon Invitational, and we got some Hearthstone time management tips. Our Patreon supporters get access to a members-only podcast, monthly prizes, and unique perks. Find out how you can get involved over at patreon.com slash E-I-P-S. So hey there, Freckleface. Hey there, Roots. Tell me about your week in the Blizzard universe. I got the Void Elves unlocked. Oh, that that one I thought was glitched because I felt like I did the same thing like three times. What do you mean? Like you enter a portal, you kill a bunch of stuff, you go into a portal. You enter. You oh, know. you're going further into the void. Yeah, it just seemed like. Yeah, yeah I felt like I was like, am I glitched? Is this, I'm doing the same thing because it just seemed very repetitive to me. Yeah, I really liked the quest line because it gave me a little bit more clarity into what Alaria was doing. Can you explain it to me now? Maybe. Uh, well, she's using the void as a tool oh. rather than being consumed by the void. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess I can't really explain it very well, but basically she's not evil. All right. There you go. I'll take that. <laughs> so that means I did get my Gucci rep up without having, Gucci. without having to do world quests all day. I just waited for another mission to come around that gave me a token. So does that mean you were exalted with Gucci? Yeah, I had to get exalted to unlock the Void Elves, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm sorry. I'm, I'm with you now. I'm all caught right, up. All right. Did you make a Void Elf? No. <laughs> Why not? They're awesome. I'm already working on my gnome hunter. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, and we have our nightborns. Yes, we do. Yep. Um, now my hunter, I finished the quest line to resurrect Illidan. Wow, you're way ahead of me on that. How ahead what, of you. What level is your hunter? She's one ten. This is, I'm sorry, this is my I switched subject to that rather terrifying oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> on my goblin hunter, i.e. my main. Yes. Yeah, I'd been doing that quest to get all the the soul shards or the prisms or whatever. Oh, from yeah. Like, I finally yeah. got that done. I've kind of given up on that one. Like, well. I, I don't see the point in it since he already resurrected in the It game. was pretty pointless because yeah. I turned it into Cadgar. Uh, and then he gave me another quest to that that was titled into the night. was That was titled into the night hold. And Would, then I just turned it in. Oh. So I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't have anything else. I didn't have. Unless the quest that was supposed to come after that, they already gave it to you, and I've already done it. I think that's what happened. Yeah, it's very I, confusing. Yeah. I think it's one of those. It was like it was kind of like a breadcrumb, but then you got it anyhow. Yeah. So it was weird. Just the whole thing is weird. It's one of those stay over quests. Like we'll we'll give people something to do here for a while, and then when the people who didn't do it, they kind of well, we got to push the story along. Yeah. So let's give them that quest. Yeah, yeah, I get it. While I was in there, I had to go through Trial of Valor, um, and while I was there, I finished up a quest to gather some sort of a thousand something or other drop from the boss. Uh, I got that done. I got a new appearance. Ooh. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Exciting. And my gnome hunter, she finished Lachmodan, and now she is in Wetlands. What level is she? Uh, don't remember. Uh, 30-something? I was thinking 30s or 40s. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She goes into dungeons every once in a while. Like I, I like to log on, queue for a dungeon, quest while I do the dungeon, 
do the dungeon, and then usually when I'm finished with that, I'm kind of done. So quest while you're queued? Yeah. 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 I do that. Except right now, hopefully it's soon, but right now my, my rogue doesn't do such good DPS in a dungeon, but yeah, I'll get there. Yeah, mine either. We're hanging out down in uh, Stranglethorn Vale with our Nightborns. Yes, we finished the northern part. Now we're down at the Cape. And we kind of do the same thing where we log in, we queue up for a yeah. dungeon. And uh, yeah, my hunter, my Nightborn hunter, uh, he he just destroys DPS in there. Yeah, he's really good. He's so OP. <laughs> it's so fun. What spec are you doing with him? Uh, Beastmaster, I think. Okay. Yeah. And um, I still only have one pet. Still not taming any pets. Well, I'm always with you. You can tell me, hey, I want to tame that real quick. Only takes 10 seconds. Uh, well, I'd, unless I, like I've said before, unless it is a utilitarian, I don't, that, that's not the right word. Unless that pet has something that it does as a utility, like the quillin. Or something that's unique. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to bother. I hear you. So the Quillen, I want that one, and I want the one that does the the Hoosie Gal, the the battle. <laughs> Are you talking about rage? The core hounds, yeah. That do the bloodlust. Bloodlust, yes. Yeah. Or as they're called, ancient hysteria. Yeah. Yeah. Where are they at? Um, there's one in. Uh, what's the level? What's the name of that level sixty dungeon? There's some in there. Um, there's one over in like Azure Dial. That's a raid. Yeah. Yeah, I know when you're talking about Anyways, Anyways, there's level 60 content, and then there's um, one over in the Draenor area, or the Draena area, but then you have to somehow get there without getting killed. Yeah. So we're close. We're in our 40s right now? Yep. And, um, yeah, pretty soon we'll be up there. Yeah. I mean, it's going, like, a little bit slowly because, you know, we, well, we, we get on there, like, once a week. Yeah. Level it, for like a couple hours. Yeah. It is really funny. I wanted to do more last week, but um, IRL had to do some stuff. Yeah. But usually we get in there and we're like, okay. And we're, we're both kind of like, okay. And we both hit that spot at the same time. <laughs> we're just kind of like, I'm yeah, quiet. Kinda you're quiet. We kind of yeah. go, all right. I'm kind of done. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, grats on your Void Elves. Um, that's awesome. Is that all of them? Yes. Any? I'm uh, all unlocked now. Great. Great, yeah. great, great. That's awesome. I've had a crazy, crazy week this week. Uh, it's just been a lot of stuff hit at once. IRL or in games? IRL, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, I have not played a ton of World of Warcraft. I think you and I got on a little bit uh, one night to play with, with our... Uh, Nightborns, I think I did a little bit of questing on PX, but that's about it. Uh, PX is now level 61. He is in Northern. I know you're giving me static because I was like 58 and not in Northern yet. I wasn't giving you static. I just, I just asked, when are you going to go? Because I was curious. Yeah, I go when Zagagat tells me to go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was annoying about that, though, is Zagagat guys did a thing to me again where it's like, okay... You are would be better off in this other area now. Would you like to go there? And you say yes. And at that point in time, you have the option to go turn in all your quests that you have ready to turn in or just abandon everything. And so I went, turned in all my quests, and I headed over to where I was going. The breadcrumb quest. I get there. 
there's a dude. And it takes a while to get to where I went. I turn in the quest. Zyger guys pops up and goes, yay, you're not ready to go to Northern. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you turkey. Which means that. Oh, the, wait, wait. So it happened right after you turned in your quest? Yes. Or, or when you moved to the next area? When I moved to the next area and turned in my quest. To like to the guy like, hey, take this mission. Oh, you turned to, in the breadcrumb quest. Yes. And then it's like. <laughs> so what had happened was I had like six or seven different quests that were ready to turn in. And Zyger guys came up and said, hey, you're ready to go to this other area. Uh, would you like to go? Would you like to turn in your other quest, or would you like to abandon them? And I said, I want to turn them in. You don't get guided to turn them in. You just have to look at the map and go figure out where they're at and go oh, turn no. them in. Oh no, you have to look at the map. So uh, I know <laughs> first world gaming problems. <laughs> so at this point in time, Zyger Guides is not counting the experience that you're getting. Okay, is what I figured out. I gotcha. It's not keeping track of it. Next time it's going to keep track of the experience you get is when you're in the next guide and the, you're already in the next guide. And so the experience you're turning in isn't worth anything now you're go turn in the breadcrumb quest which is part of the next guide and since you're in that guide and it, as soon as you turn it in knows what your experience is it checks it again against its logs and goes okay you'd be better off over here so would it be better to like if you have a bunch of quests to go turn them in first and then evaluate where you need to go after that yeah so basically yeah. what i should have done is when zyger guides comes up and says hey you're ready to go to wherever would you like to do this now or turn in your quest? I need to step back one level, go turn in all my quests, and then step forward a level. And I think it should, at that okay. point in time, calculate that my experience should take me somewhere else. Don't know. Haven't done it. All right. We'll find out for next time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I'm flying now. There you go. I'm flying. That's uh, exciting. You're still kind of flying slowly slow. though. Slow. Yeah. Like flying. Yeah. What's crazy about that is, and I don't know if you've experienced this yet, but if once you're get used to the fact that you're flying flying slow the next time you fly on your your main your 110 you're like whoa 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 Whee! whoa whoa slow down <laughs> let me get a seatbelt on buddy what's going on you're just like cruising what is going on i'm getting nauseous and it gets crazy so oh speaking of crazy which would uh came out for uh hearthstone that's a lot of fun i pre-ordered uh, took advantage of that deal. Uh, ended up, it was like close to 80 packs. And um, got a lot of cool cards out of it. I had to rebuild all my decks because everything yes. got labeled as wild. Right, because it also started the new year, which means they moved a lot of the uh, older expansions over to wild. So that was not happy because that was not happy. I was not You were not happy. So I wasn't too happy with that because one of our buddies who hits like legend every year, or every season, I guess. He built me a fantastic face hunter deck that was very hard for people to defeat. I think he defeated him. But I had a very high win ratio with that deck. Okay. And now it's wild? Yeah. Yeah. So we have a fireside gathering coming up, and he's going to be there, and I'm going to go, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> build me a deck. Build me a deck. So we are doing a fun thing because now you can deck swap. And you and I deck swapped this week too. And that was kind oh, of Oh, borrowing fun. decks. Yeah, borrowing yeah. decks. Yeah, you borrowed my deck. That was really fun. Yeah, I borrowed one of yours. I borrowed your Murloc deck. That thing was amazing. Yeah, the Quest Murloc. Yeah, yeah the awesome. Quest What was fun about that particular game is I wanted to do something. I'm like, because I had this thing that was going to buff, like incredibly buff all my Murlocs. Bloodlust. I, I had two cards that were going to do it. Okay. And so I asked you to please, and we made a deal. I said, don't, don't do a board wipe. <laughs> 
and I won't I won't kill you. I'll skip out on that part. I just right. wanted to see them all be like 2020s or whatever they got up to. <laughs> and you're like, oh my goodness, and then you did a board wipe. Yeah. You had a warlock and you did uh, the, the I was using your warlock deck and apparently you yeah. just put like all board wipes in there. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, an, it's an annoying, annoying warlock. <laughs> and uh, that was fun though. But and then later on, I actually did get lethal on you. And- yeah. I do love the deck barring because it's, it's going to let us play out something that um, we had thought of a few years ago, which was, you know, what if you built a deck for someone and then swapped so that your strategy for building the deck was quite the opposite of what you normally do. Instead of trying to make a good deck, you try to make it as bad as possible. And then you go up against each other like that. But we were trying to figure out, like, you know, do you swap devices? Do you... Yeah, a lot of people have problems with that. Very, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do it. They, they, and then it was like, okay, we'll swap logins. We were like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now we're going to have the ability. In fact, we're doing that on our next fireside where we're making the worst deck possible. Yes. And then we're, we'll in have game, a, you'll yep. have to say, do you want to borrow a deck? Yeah, we're going to do a little swap in the middle between rounds, and we're going to pair people up, and they're going to swap the worst deck they have, which is going to be called Worst. We've asked them to pre-build their deck called Worst mm-hmm. and do that. So we'll make an announcement also when we when we first start, because I'm sure there will be people who don't uh, make a deck before they get there. So that will be fun. I think so. And that's been our week in the Blizzard Universe. The world of Warcraft is filled with quests. Some are easy, like walking two feet up to say hello to somebody. Some are long and drawn out, like some of the legendary item quest lines. And we wanted to highlight some of the more memorable quest lines that we've experienced in the world of Warcraft. One of them would have to be over on the Horde side in Hillsbrad, the one where you get to be a quest giver. And you have different adventurers come up to you, like you have Johnny Awesome, who comes up in his celestial steed, and you have Dumas, who's just like, hi, hello, hi, Dumas. Is Dumas. There not a Is there not an alliance equivalent to that? There's not, because Hillsbrad is horde-controlled now, for Did the I most know that. part. I'm sorry. Yeah, and... Um, yeah, you are the quest giver. You the get to sit there. Giver, yeah, yeah. You, you give the quest giver a break. He's like, yes. And you then, have the different adventurers come up to you, and then yeah, they run off, and you're like, "Go get me twenty of this," and they go, they run, run off, off and, they, and another yeah. guy comes up, and you're like, "Go do this," and the other guy comes back. Yeah, and then there's like the legendary raiders. Got like the epic mount. He's got yeah, the gear. yeah, yeah. He shows up. He's like, "Whoa!" Yeah. I think one of my all-time favorite quest lines is the day Deathwing came to town where everybody's got their different story of what happened. I punched Deathwing in the face. <laughs> that is pretty funny. <laughs> well, that's when you're the giant gnome, right? Where you do, we use uh, the world shrinker like a bunch and you're walking around? No, it's a different one. This, these are dwarves. They're oh, all like the arguing okay. about what happened that day, and they're all claiming to have defeated Deathwing. Yeah, I thought one of them you got really big, but that could be my memory. Missed. It might be part of it, but yeah. there's not really gnome involved. Uh, that is a different one. That's the one where you walk around getting gashed. No, it's a Deathwing's in the pops up oh, in that one. Is it? Yeah. Okay. It's been a while. Uh, and then there's one where you, they ride off in the car. Yeah, one of them telling the story, he's got his motorcycle. Yeah. And you have to pick which which girl to pick up and one's a blood elf male. <laughs> one of them, yeah, that's yeah. the one. Yep. Uh that is it. That the whole thing is such a classic. And what's weird is they used uh for Deathwing they used a uh bizarre model for him. Yeah, they did. 
that was apparently supposed to be a placeholder model and they just left it in there. <laughs> are they are they trying to pass it off as people having a faulty memory? Mm, is that what they're doing? Cause that's it's, a good theory. Because they're all unreliable narrators. Yes, they are. It's a good theory, but I think they're just left, left it there because why, why bother? Yeah. One of my favorites is actually a daily quest over in Oldham. It's called Fire from the Sky. And when you do this, you're on one side of a, of a valley. You're up on the cliffs. And you take control of a cannon. And you're overlooking uh, a base in Oldham that has those, like the minotaurs. I don't think they're minotaurs. They're the, the, the horse, half the horse. Centaurs. Yeah, centaurs. Yeah. And you're shooting a cannon. You, you see, like, you're very far above them. And it reminded me so much of an old game I used to play as a kid where you had to do a lot of the same thing, where you're shooting a cannon to take out patrols and troops and formations and stuff. So I used to really like doing that one. You, you got to kill like a thousand of them or something. It's some crazy amount, but. But you're doing a lot of damage. Yeah. yeah it's a big AOE when the, when the yeah. cannonball hits and everything. You just got to wait for them to like, you have to lead them. Like you see a group marching up the stairs. And so you launch the fireballs that lands on the landing of the stairs and boom. You get, oh, it's, it's just so fun. Yeah. I think also over in Oldham is the no obliteration quest. Has to be top 10, probably top three. Uh, of the most fun quests in the game. Um, did they, they didn't make that one a daily, did they? There was a petition, I, I remember. I don't think they did, no. Yeah, there was a petition for them to make that a daily quest, or at least a repeatable quest. If you don't remember this one, this is the one that kind of reminded people of uh, Katamari Damacy, mm-hmm. where you are a giant fireball, and you have to run around He's and rolling kill. rolling around, like everything that you're rolling over, you're picking up. Yeah, and yeah. you have to roll over like a thousand gnomes, except they're, yeah. you're burning them because of your fire. You're not really picking them up. I think they're leper gnomes. And they're all screaming when you're yeah. all over them. <laughs> uh, but you have to run around there until there's a thousand of them are done. And, uh, yeah. And then, yeah. you know, one of the rewards, they was, it was obviously a nice little uh, shout-out. Because uh, there's like four rewards you get for them. The crown is actually called the Katie Mari ah. crown. So yeah. I did not realize that. Yeah, one of those little uh, little things. A clever quest that I like doing and kind of like watching people's reaction if they've never done it before. It's in Grizzly Hills. And it's when you go starting with those seeds that you eat from the bucket. Oh, yeah, because you find them, they're like, oh, this looks great. Right. And it turns out to be some, like, really potent seeds that they're relying on to, like, start the whole crop. Yeah. And you basically just, like, eat, like, three months' worth of food. Right. And then you end up... Uh, you have to you have to, to pass it. Yeah. You have to become... Um, what, what would they say when you're in there? Oh, they say something. But anyhow, uh, you, you poop it out, and then they end up back in the bucket. <laughs> yeah. Which means the original seeds that you ate. Somebody else pooped out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even bother putting in a more secure place. Well, everybody else there knows. You're the visitor. You, it's your first time in, in Grizzly Hills. Everybody yeah, else there sure. knows you don't eat. You don't eat sure, the- but like the first time somebody grabs something you're not supposed to, you immediately like put it under the counter. You know, that's just like rule of life. Yeah, but that is assuming in the world of Warcraft that in, in Azeroth assumes that people have that kind of memory and understand that there's more than one other person that's going to be in there. <laughs> that's which, true. Which they don't understand that. They don't. Have, they have a concept of it's just you doing a quest. So, it, so in their mind, yeah, Root would not eat <laughs> those seeds again. He learned his lesson, so they're yeah, okay in the bucket. Put yeah, they put them in the bucket. Don't that's they? Funny. It, it worked until Root came along. <laughs> put it back in the bucket. We don't have to change anything. 
He's not going to eat it twice. <laughs> One that kind of makes me feel guilty um, is Lunk's Adventure. This is kind of like a series of quests. It's over in Searing Gorge, and Lunk is a ogre. He's an ogre, yeah. Who does not believe in violence. No. No. He likes surfing, though. So he will show up at times and berate you for killing things and try to get you to do your quest without killing things. Isn't he the one that also you get to play as him and go surfing on the backs of stuff and instead of killing it, you surf around on it? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I think you get to do that with him. If that's the case, it's something gross like spiders. I remember there being some sort of spiders in his quest. Yeah, he goes on a whole adventure. He's a pacifist. But I do I think the spiders is what he surfed on the back of. Like, he liked to ride the spiders. Yeah. Why does it make you feel guilty? Oh, because he berates you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, if I could help not killing stuff, I wouldn't. That's what the Iron Man quest is all. No, it's not. That's you not getting killed. That's a pacifist (laughs) quest. Level by there's there's a challenge you could do retry level without killing anything, but it's tedious and you can't do any quest. Right, like you can mine an herb. Yeah. Pretty much gathering skills is pretty much it. Or travel, have someone fly you around and get experience by going all of That's not that much, but yeah. Do you remember Maximilian of Northshire? He was a knight that comes up to you, and is just. An absolute, like, he's a pain. He's an absolute pain is what he is. So he's got three quests, of one of which is called Damsels Were Made to be Saved, uh, which is kind of humorous because you end up saving a blood elf male that he thinks is a... Sensing a recurring joke. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You also have one, uh, the Evil Dragons of Angoro Crater. Uh Um, Obviously, they're not dragons. Um they're dragon kin and lizards and other things, but he think it's kind of, he's kind of like a Don Quixote if you think about okay. it. Okay. So the problem in Angoro Crater with uh, this guy is he will aggro everything in there. Not just what you're. We got to be heroic. Yeah. Kill everything. Uh, and then the third quest that he gives you is one that's called the Spirits of Golaka Hot Springs, where you go talk to some elementals and. He he kind of does berate you in this case because you're you're killing uh, some of these elementals and he's and he they're apparently noble creatures of the light or something and he's like you know I know you're new do you do I have to remind you that you're not supposed to be killing these creatures of the light oh and then when you're getting hammered on by the boss he's trying to still talk to the boss <laughs> and he's like oh you know, you know might I might I ask you not to pummel my squire you know. <laughs> So, but he's he's worthless. I that guy's annoying. He yells a lot. If you go to Ngaro, every five minutes he'll be yelling something. Well, I have to go back there and check him out. I haven't been back there in a while. Over in the Badlands, some goblins give you a quest to kick some goats, which I probably get a little bit too much pleasure out of. It's because they make that noise. Yeah, they do the goat scream. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's the one called "It's Goat Time, Baby." And yeah, you have to go nudge them because they're eating everything. You have to go nudge them. Yeah. There's a very similar quest to that in uh, Pandaria where you go kick some goats and kick some creatures. But it's like, it's like the same concept. Yeah. So well, It's like kicking the fish in High Mountain. Yeah. I love kicking the fish. Everybody loves kicking the fish. I love bringing out the toy, the swimming carp, and I just kick it. You and I got that thing stuck in it Ice Crown. It gets stuck. It gets stuck in Ice Crown. Like, it was stuck on a spire or something there yeah 
Like, and why Dubai told content is just like the world wasn't built for it. It just doesn't know where to go. Like he gets in a corner and then you just can't kick it anymore. The world wasn't built for kicking fish. <laughs> in the high mountain, he got to rescue Mosey, the baby in the in the basket. Oh yeah, it's kind of a play on you and the baby Moses. Yeah, which is brawl. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> baby in the basket, Moses, Mosey, and like. One of my characters, like, I never turn that in. So every time I go near that, that place, I just, like, get a baby in my back. Uh, like, this is my baby now. <laughs> <laughs> that was, like, me and the, the staff of the Archmage. I never turned yeah. it in because I would go places and summon it. Now it's a toy. But I, would, I never turned it in because I thought it was cool just That's to summon That's why it's him. a toy. No one is turning it in. Oh, like, I thought I gotta, was original in that. Got to have people turn in this quest, so. Make the darn thing a toy so people will yeah. complete this quest because it's looking really bad in our databases, guys. Okay. <laughs> what about uh, the peace blooms versus ghouls? Is it like the plants versus zombies? That is the plants versus yeah. zombies. It's really fun. I couldn't do it again. It's only a single quest. It did not make it a daily, I don't think. Oh, I know, but I have other characters that could have gone and done it all. Oh, but I'm okay. Not, I gotcha. I'm not going to do it again. Why? It took too long. Oh, uh, okay. And I already got the pet from it and I already annoy you with it already, so. Yes. I have that pet, and I that's the one. That's a sunflower. Yeah. The singing and sunflower. The singing sunflower. Don't do it. I knew you were about to do that. Um, and that's the one that I think you should get a can of bug spray or plant killer. Ooh. Uh, that should be, because you have the toy train stomper. You do. You should have some kind of way to kill that blasted singing sunflower. Don't do it. <laughs> See those shifty eyes over there. <laughs> the Sentinel's Pawn is also, I like the puzzle quests. And the Sentinel's Pawn, and there's one that follows that as well. There's one of the puzzle quests where you have to go into like a room. And you're downstairs. Oh, this the is scene. down near um, Mardon? Yeah. Yeah. And you have to, like, you start turning these. Oh, yeah, they're like little figures on like a game board. Like a game board, like a chessboard of all- sort. Turn them a certain way. Yep, and then a laser beam completes, and you yeah. go through the whole steps. On the, they have to face a certain way to do a certain thing and unlock a certain door. I like those. I think I had to look a couple of those up because I got kind of frustrated. Well, I like them, but the problem with those is they're not repeatable with the same level. You're like, oh, I know, turn this guy left once, this guy right. Once you get the pattern, you're done. Okay. But for what it was at the time, that was neat. It was kind of very yeah, Indiana Jones-ish for me, if you will. You get sure. like, oh, I'm going to turn this. Oh, look, I did it. Yeah. And then actually that shows up in uh, the raid. There's a raid that that shows up in where you have to turn all the, the beams to go shoot the boss. The big floating head boss in the middle. Oh, okay. Are you talking about the um, the one near the wardens? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But that same concept, which is, right. I, I, I like seeing it. I, it's one of the things that I think uh, World of Warcraft should do more of. Is when they introduce concepts in quests that you should use those concepts later on at a higher degree in raids. I've firmly always there believed in that. Yeah, yeah. Don't just like throw something in there that you only use once. Yeah, it feels kind of like waste. I've always, I've always felt, and they do that from time to time. It's a neat thing, and you only see it one place, and it's in some little one-off quest, and you never see that again anywhere in the game. You're like, well, why, well, why can't we do that later? Yeah. So Xylem's Trial, this is where we were helping uh, Caligos finding Azurgos. Uh, we had to protect Azurgos from the Black Dragonflight. And you become basically an apprentice. And you have to take them through the Trial of Fire, the Trial of Frost, and the Trial of Shadow. 
And most of the time, you're just avoiding stuff in there, you know, trying to do stuff without getting burned, without getting hit, without stepping on stuff, without getting seen. So it's like this whole quest of avoidance and three different ways of avoid things. And I, I really enjoyed doing those. It was very, you know, it's memorable to me. So I really enjoyed that. It was challenging, yes, but it was fun to do. Now, you're not talking about the trial that you had to do to unlock heroics, are you? No. Uh, okay. No. This is just uh, along the way, just a quest okay. along the way. Yeah. And there are an absolute ton of other quests in the game, and I'm sure everybody's got their favorite or their least favorite quest that's out there. So if you do have some, go ahead and share them with us in our Discord. That's over at bit.ly forward slash hearthcast. So in the realm of esports, Blizzard has the Mythic Dungeon Invitational, where teams compete against each other, running Mythic Dungeons with different affixes or debuffs that they put in there that strengthen stuff or weaken the team. Once they've qualified for this, they get invited to the Invitational. So each team's going to compete in this Mythic Dungeon head-to-head -head Mythic Keystone Dungeons against teams from their own region first. They have four regional stage events. Then two teams advance into a double elimination to try to achieve the lowest time possible. Uh, if you're interested in this, by the way, you can find it over at twitch.tv forward slash Warcraft. Uh, we do have one coming up. Uh, the Americas isn't until May 6th, but we do have one on April 29th and the 28th. And that's the, uh, the Europe uh, group stage. But this announcement and watching the hype on this kind of thing begged me to ask the question to you, Freck. Do you watch... World of Warcraft specifically, do you watch professional esports players play World of Warcraft online? No, not in the moment. Although this does sound pretty intriguing. Is they're doing something I can actually understand? Yeah, there's yeah. the key. Because uh, I've tried to watch some of those, um, like the arena championships. And those are just really hard to follow. Stuff was happening so fast. The commentators were talking really fast. Well, and, and there's a lot of stuff going on on the screen. In our a defense. Of, like lights flashing everywhere. <laughs> like, it's, it's a disco. In our defense, when we watched that, where were we? We were at BlizzCon. Yeah. Uh, there was it, a lot of noise. And who was around us? Uh, like, other people. Who understood what was going on yeah. and were reacting to it appropriately. And we're like, why are they, why are they cheering? Why, do they, why <laughs> are they sighing? Why are they going, ooh? <laughs> so I, I think, but you, you, you made a very good point. It's that we didn't understand what was going on, which is why we so don't like PvP. Yeah, you couldn't get into it. It's like we're watching this battleground. We're watching this, and we're like, we're super excited. Like, okay, why is that? Guy? We can we can see some of the stuff because we understand the classes and what they're going to do, but we don't understand some of the movements or some of the you know, why they're going to certain places quite yet. However, you've been on a mythic dungeon run. I've been on a mythic dungeon run. We understand the concepts and what it takes to get through that. Now, we're talking like these people are doing Keystone like 27s and stuff or some craziness. I've not gone uh, that, that high. I think the most I've done is like a Mythic 7. I think I've done a Mythic 10. So we're still... I get dragged. Still babies on that. Yeah. And not with these crazy affixes that, that Blidge is going to be putting out in these things. Like, like the boss takes 40% less damage and all this is craziness. But... I can understand what is going on. So I may watch. There's one coming up 
literally the right after we record the show, which is why I didn't talk about it before. Uh, it'll be tomorrow while we're at our fireside gathering. So I may even stream it from there just to mess with people. Because normally stream Hearthstone. Yeah, and you normally just like put YouTube up there and it kind of goes through an autoplay thing of Hearthstone. Different yeah. streamers, yeah. Which on Hearthstone, I don't mind watching Hearthstone events stream live because I understand what's going on. It's easy to see. You can see both people's cards. You can see the strategy. You can see what they've got, what they might do, how they could have lethal. So and they're, and they're taking a minute to decide what to do. Yeah, there's more time. To everything where just happens so fast. And I have watched um, teams do raiding. I mean, they're going to the last boss or, you know, the fighting, whatever raid boss they're fighting, and they're doing raid that way. The problem that I have with watching raiding teams and even currently right now, like the battlegrounds of the arena, is camera angles aren't what I want them to be. It's like a lot of times they'll switch between a certain player's perspective or watching a certain player. Even in Overwatch, they do this. Even though Overwatch, they have some other places to look around. The direction of it, switching to different players, bothers me. Like, I want to see the whole thing. It's one of the reasons I don't like watching basketball on TV. Because basketball on TV focuses on the stars and focuses on the offensive plays that they're doing, or offense, not the offensive offense. Where I like seeing the defense setups, where if you go to a game, you can see the whole court at the yeah. same time, and you can see what the defense is doing and running back and setting up. That's what I like. So TV doesn't do that for me, so I don't, I don't really watch a lot of basketball on TV. Same thing with esports. We're not there yet where I don't think I want to be able to choose my own camera angles. I want to be able to see, like, all right, what is this team doing to combat this assault? Like in Overwatch, are they, are they, how are they holding this position or how are they advancing to this position? What, what's going on? Where's the, the, the dynamic? In Battlegrounds, are they storming something? Are they protecting an area? To capture the flag? Whatever it is that they're doing. I want to see more than than what I'm seeing. And they also do a lot of very, very fast camera cuts because action happens somewhere else. You know, stuff happens simultaneously. How do you capture that? Whereas in Hearthstone, you have one board, two sets of cards, two people. That's two-dimensional. Yeah. yeah. It's not a big open world. Although you say two-dimensional. Have you seen the... I'll have to find the video for you of the, the some of the developers and they show them actually developing everything in a three-dimensional area that we just have a top-down view oh. of. That's yeah. interesting. Very cool. I'll find that one for you. So the other reason I bring this up is Blizzard has now, for time to time, tried to push into the esports arena as in, let's show esports at a local pub, Buffalo Wild Wings, or other places. You and I have been where we hosted a Hearthstone tournament where we're showing Hearthstone there, and you know people watch that on the screens. But they want to push that out and actually have what they're showing now on Twitch. You know, the Warcraft, the, the dungeon runs, the mythic runs, rather. The rating. They want to have that as an eSport watching event somewhere. I just, I don't know. I think it's too, too niched. Too many people asking questions. I don't know. Um, our last WoW meetup, which, which you weren't able to make, we walked in there and they were showing Overwatch on the screen. And they're having a big party for it. Yeah. Well, now, that was probably the Overwatch launch party or an Overwatch event. And yeah. that was probably an Overwatch meetup group. 
No. Just like the restaurant itself apparently advertised for it. And it's like a bunch of people yeah. scattered around. Well, in uh, in defense of that restaurant, the owner of that restaurant did graduate from Full Sail, oh. which is a technical geeky sure. video game movie industry music type college. Maybe next time we do our event out there, we should tell them we want to watch an eSport event and just put something up yeah. there. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun to do. What about Heroes of the Storm? Have you ever watched, tried to watch that? Because I enjoy watching Heroes of the Storm. No, I'm not really. Eh, it doesn't no? do much for me. Wow. I actually enjoy watching because I, I understand and I'm actually learning more about Heroes of the Storm as I'm watching more of these streams. Okay. So it's helping me understand a little more of how different people play their classes and how, the, you know, how different classes should be played. Because I'm still want to rush in as a tank or rush in as a uh, DPS as opposed to rush in, rush out, rush in, rush out. Yeah. I forget the rush step. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I die. And that's why I play healer because I can hang out in the back. Although in the healer, sometimes I still find myself rushing in. So. You're very squishy as a healer, though. Yeah. I get to like stand and run around the back and I have yeah. things to get away from, make me run faster. But yeah. It's still fun to watch. I enjoy watching. I think out of, out of all of them for me right now, I enjoy watching Hearthstone the most. Then it would be Heroes of the Storm. And then some kind of amalgamation of Warcraft stuff. Starcraft confuses the mess out of me. <laughs> I like those bang sticks, though. Oh, yeah. Those that was were fun. fun. Those were fun. At the, that was great when we went to that arena. We're at the arena yeah. in BlizzCon. We had great seats. Look how it was going on. People were screaming. This is awesome. Yeah. And then we're like, people kept trying to get our seats, but like, sorry. And then we, we kind of felt guilty that we had really good seats. So we like gave them up and <laughs> left because we really had no clue what was going on. <laughs> Got the experience. I don't think I could watch Diablo, though. I can watch Diablo. I could probably watch that better than other stuff. Because it's not competitive. Uh, you could do times. There's times for competitive. Yeah, there's times, yeah. but like... In the season, there's, there's too much interface stuff going on with the other games. That's true. That is true. All right, folks, let us know if you guys watch pro events. What do you watch? If you follow any teams, let us know that too. We'll be glad to check those out and give you, you know, our little take on it and see how it does. <laughs> With the release of the new Hearthstone expansion, Witchwood, there is a card added called Shutterwalk. And the way this card works is that when you play it, it has the battle cry that it repeats every battle cry played during the game. Not just yours. Or is it just the ones you've played? It's the ones they have played. Okay. All right. So turns are usually 75 seconds. Correct. Usually. But, however, with all these stuff animating out, suddenly the turns are very long. Yeah, that the, the rope will get down there to the end and just hang and just out. hangs, right. Yeah. So, Hearthstone players have found themselves with a lot of time on their hands since Shutterwalk is now in play. So, we decided to uh, throw in some tips, some tricks, some things you can do to help maximize your time while, while Shutterwalk is playing out. Uh, most obvious one would be, you know, go go make some popcorn. Go make popcorn. Yeah, throw it in the microwave for a couple minutes. Yeah, I have a popcorn button on my microwave. So I don't trust my popcorn button. It, I never re- trust the preset buttons. Oh, mine does a really good job. Does it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's like perfect. Oh. You can also make uh, microwavable pork Burn rinds. It. Yeah, that's that's my deal now since I've been doing the you know, low-carb stuff for a while. Yeah. 
I get the pork rinds, which I think you told me about. I did. They come in bags just like popcorn. You yeah. put them in the microwave, and it's like hot and salty. And Except you can't, you don't list it for it. You have to watch until the bag quits expanding, and then you turn it off. Yeah, it's a little different. I've, so, I've figured out my microwave, though. I know the, I know the time. So 90, 90 seconds. Oh, all right. Makes perfect pork rinds. Yeah. And they get all, what I like about it, man, you open them up and they're all hot. You yeah. Know, you, you put them on your tongue and they start crickling and crackling. And yeah. It's just like a salty goodness Rice Krispie treat, but not rice. Pork Krispie treats. Mmm. <laughs> pork Krispie. What it is. Mmm. Pig flesh. All hot. right. You're going to end up ruining for me. <laughs> hot pig flesh. <laughs> okay. Stop. I'm moving on. All right. So. While you're waiting for this to uh, play out, you can always, you know, fix your nails a little bit. I mean, fix your nails. Fix your nails. Like, are they jagged? Are they a little long? Okay. File um, them. Sorry, I thought you were talking them. about nails in the wall. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, I do like though how that's where your mind went. Like in my mind, it means something completely different. Like, what's wrong with my nails? No, I like to. That picture isn't hung quite right. <laughs> I don't like to sit down and just do my nails. I don't like to wait until they're bad. I just, you know, a little bit every day. Just Your kind of fingernails. My fingernail yes. or toenails. Or toenails. That's why I said nails would be either one. Ew. What? I, it's grosser to not do anything with them. This is true. Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah. This is very true. You know, also, you know, fix your eyebrows. Get all strays popping up, you know, just take care of them. You said that, and you're looking at my eyebrows. Now I'm very <laughs> self-conscious about my eyebrows. I'm the one that's self-conscious. So, I used to look. Thin eyebrows used to be all the rage. Like I used, to, I used to know how to do my eyebrows. Right? Okay. I pluck them, be fine. You do that string cut thing? No, I'd pluck them and be fine. And now what's really in is like the thick eyebrows. I like kind of like the painted on eyebrows. That's I don't know how to do that. So a couple, a couple of years ago, I was visiting my in-laws and my father-in-law is bald, lost all his hair a number of years ago. And he has like crazy, bushy eyebrows. And no one told me he was cultivating or whatever, growing his eyebrows out. <laughs> Do they need to inform you of this? It would have saved some me some embarrassment. Okay. Because we're sitting down. I'm like, going on the eyebrows. <laughs> like, I have a beard trimmer. You want to borrow it? Okay. And I'm, you know, I'm being like, I'm sincere. And he's just like, what? I thought, I thought it looked good. And I'm like, I said, uh, well, it doesn't. <laughs> and he, he kind of took that in for a couple hours. Okay. And we're we're watching something. I think we're watching football, actually. And like during one of the commercials, he's like, so you think I should trim my eyebrows? And I was like, uh, yeah, I kind of think you should. <laughs> and so, yeah, if they had told me, you know, that he was thought that that looked good on him, I might Dude. not <laughs> Might not have said it. Does anything. anyone need to tell you that? I mean, like, most people look in the mirror if they're oh, showing up someplace. Oh, no, no, they don't. Have you seen people these yes, days? Yes, I've seen people. They're not looking in the mirror. They're looking in the mirror and they like what they see. Well, so that's... if you are 
challenging them on that, then you're just changing their whole perspective. Well, I changed his perspective because he there went in go. and trimmed up his eyebrows. It looked okay. good when he was done. So then was it a mistake or not to tell it him that? It was awkward for me. It's awkward, yeah. yeah. But you're the, you decided to make it awkward when you decided to comment on his appearance. No one could have warned you of that. You should have known. This is what happens. <laughs> People don't like it. They're like, what? My shirt don't match? What are you talking about? Yeah, I was going to talk to you about that today. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, another thing you do while you've got the time they're waiting for the shutter walk to, uh, to complete is go ahead and clean your toilet. Uh. You can never clean the toilet enough. That is a nasty place. Yeah, that's true. Just clean it. Get it over with. Grab, grab your toothbrush or your... Stop it. <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't clean yours with a toothbrush? Oh, a toothbrush, not, not your tooth. Okay, no. you say grab your toothbrush. Oh, uh, no, I meant a. <laughs> okay, an old discarded <laughs> old. toothbrush specifically for this purpose. <laughs> oh my goodness! That's <laughs> your like purposely being gross. No, 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 no. Okay, no, you're. I'm sorry. I'm going to segue again. I beg your pardon. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Years ago, I was listening to the radio station, and uh, they were doing some kind of contest about like you know confessionals. And a lady, Wait, I don't know if I want to hear this. Oh, no, this is great. Okay. A lady called up to confess that she had been taking her husband's mm. toothbrush mm. and wiping it on the cat's butt. Ah, oh, why? Did she hate him? She was mad at him for something and been doing this. That's a way to give someone serious health problems. <laughs> it's like, the, cat fecal matter is like... <laughs> yeah. So DJs have these this, this lady on the line, and they're like, well, hang on a second. They bring up line two. They're like, we've got Joe on line two. Turns out Joe is her significant other, recognized her voice, <laughs> and had been suspecting there was something wrong with his toothbrush and thought it was the water. They won the tickets to wherever they were giving away. They won whatever little competition they had. But guys, like, I think that's my wife you're talking to. They're like, like Claire, to... is that you? And she's like, Joe? To sell the tickets and pay for the divorce lawyer. You <laughs> <laughs> something. It was, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anywho. You can also update your resume. You yeah, got time. That's, yeah, yeah, it's good. Make sure your address is right and phone sure. numbers, email. Yeah, spruce up those action verbs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of sprucing up, you could also go make updates to Wikipedia, changing every instance of regardless to irregardless. That's how you get banned from Wikipedia. I would change it to disirregardless. <laughs> that is my favorite made-up word, disirregardless. Oh, goodness. While you're waiting on Shutterwalk, you can alphabetize your pantry. Now, when you alphabetize your pantry, do Mm -hmm. you do it by genre or by what it is or by... I'm going to alphabetize it. I am looking at whatever is in the label. Company name or product name? Product name. So, like, Ranch would be in the R's, not in the H's for Hidden Valley. What if it was Paul Newman Ranch? It's going to be Ranch. Oh, and the R's. Okay. Yeah. So Oreos would be under O. Yeah. Yeah. They're vegan, by the way. Are they? Yep. They're made with Crisco. They're vegan. Blow your mind. 
You know what? While you're waiting on Shadow Rock to finish playing out, you can crochet yourself your nice Horde and Alliance scarf. Horde or Alliance? Horde or, Horde and. Maybe horde one and? side's Horde, one side's Alliance. Yeah. And like you, you crochet a little hand at the end of each side and then you make it look like they're like they're fighting. Oh, I thought you were going to make it look like they're shaking hands. Nope. <laughs> they're getting along. So you're making fists on either side. Yes, fists. So instead of that, that, that puffy little ball at the end, they're just a little, they're fists. Yeah. Brr. And then you can put swords and, and a hatchet in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can put Lightbringer and Doomhammer or whatever the sword was. <laughs> also, learn to crochet. That'd be... Learn to crochet. Yeah. Learn to crochet. Everybody should know how to crochet. Need to use up some time? You can uh, call your grandma and ask her what her neighbors are up to. I think everybody's got that neighbor. Yeah. Who knows, like, what the rest of the neighborhood is doing. Right. That's my neighbor. Oh, so you can call your neighbors and be like, so, uh, what's going on we with do. Bob? No, no, no. It is, we just, when we see her out, we're like, hey, what's going on? And yeah. she'd tell you what's going on. You get, like, the 411 on everything. Oh. Yeah. So the caveat of that is what is she telling about you? Yeah, we're boring. <laughs> and she'd be like, Root got another 3D printer. There you go. <laughs> I was saying, if, if somebody gossips to you, they will gossip about you. Ah, very true point. Mm. You could read uh, War and Peace. Yeah. A little light that'll, reading. That take up some time. Yeah. You might need two shutter walks to finish. Yeah, you might. Just the last chapter. Yeah. Kids might grow up and uh, you could watch them graduate from high school. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. My kids are in kindergarten when this is playing. I'm ready to graduate. (laughs) My daughter graduates next month from high school. Yeah. That's a big moment. Yeah. The ones you babysat. Yeah, I remember that. That means you're old. Oh. (laughs) No, that's fine. I've already felt old when someone that I babysat had her own baby. Oh. And then I babysat that baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ah. She's actually not that much younger than me, so. Who? How'd you uh, babysit her then? Well, she's my friend's sister, so she's like seven years younger uh, than me. It's so like when I was 14, she was seven, uh, you know? Okay, yeah. yeah. yeah just at the cusp of, do yeah. we leave him alone? Yeah. Why are we going to trust him with a 14-year-old? Well, a 14-year-old and a seven-year-old probably won't get in too much trouble together. Uh, so. I started babysitting when I was 11. Wow, look at you. Wow. Yeah. And then I got a certificate for it when I was 13. Whoa. Took a class wow. and everything. At the library? Uh, at the... Uh, at a funeral home of all things. Because <laughs> that's where you want to go to take a babysitting class. That's just where they met. They had some sort of a room there. Uh-huh. Some sort of room. <laughs> and if the kids are bad, you can show them the embalming table. <laughs> that's just insane. <sighs> Why would you take <laughs> Mom, I want to take this babysitting class. It's at the funeral home. Okay, dear. Well, how's that conversation even happen? I don't remember. Some organization is putting on. I mean, if there's not a funeral going on then, then it's not any different than like going to the library. You just go into a little conference room. If there's not a funeral going on or a funeral home, is it dead quiet in there? That's so bad. I had to do that to me at least once. This episode didn't you? Uh, at least made me go like, yeah. uh. <laughs> as I hear the collective slapping of foreheads across the world. 
I'll make you grow now. So if someone plays Shutter Rock, just shudder and walk away. That's actually pretty good. I like that. That's probably what <laughs> I would <Girl>. do. <laughs> just yeah, I'd be, I'd be like, man, tab out, go read something else. I actually quit before someone could play Shutter Rock. I was, oh, no. I did because I was playing my Hunter, and it's supposed to be an aggressive one. Yeah. And I was kind of losing my steam, you know, which like usually those type of games, if you're not winning by like the first few turns. Oh, uh, yep, yep. yeah. But uh, the way he was playing, I was being spectated by my friend. He whispered me, he's like, oh, they're about to play Shutterwalk. I'm like, <gasps> whoa, 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 whoa. Nope. That's cheating. You just admitted to being a cheater. No, he no, he was guessing based on their deck oh, okay. that their deck was built around Shutterwalk. Uh, okay. So mm-hmm. It was a stranger. How would he know what the other guy was playing? It was someone I uh, randomly matched against. All right, okay. Yeah, yeah. so I'm just like, uh, I'm just going to try again. I just conceded and tried again. So I had that happen to me, not the Shutterwalk thing, but I was going up against uh, someone with an uh, aggressive deck. And I believe I was using my Warlock deck, the one that you borrowed. And so it has a lot of board wipes. So he was building up and I was wiping out. Yeah. And it was like after my second wipe, he conceded. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was like, lost yeah. lost all steam, yeah. Yep. What are you going to do? Well, I, it just it, it wrecked his plans. Right. In which it ha- that happens a lot in Hearthstone, man. You build up a card, like especially with the uh, was it the Paladin? At least the way I used to play Paladin, you would buff the heck out of one dude, and then they, you know, turn him into a- face. They turn him into frog. They're a shaman. Yeah. Turn him into sheep if they're a mage. Yeah. Or kill it if it's over a certain amount or under a certain amount. Yeah. You know, it's uh, so many things that can get rid of a cards. It's not a good strategy. Well, you spread it out. You have like multiple buffed up minions. I'm interested to see how often we see Shutterwalk this weekend at our fireside gathering at the tournament that we're having that is welcoming Witchwood. See how many times people do that and get excited about it. We should have we should bring our stopwatch with us. And anytime someone plays a Shutterwalk, we should go up and time it. And the person who has the longest Shutterwalk. <laughs> you can just type stopwatch into Google and I'll pull up a little box there. I'm not going to do that. That's too fast. No. I mean, too slow. I'm, too I want to run around and go like. Oh, you like, a physical thing. Yeah, Keep I your, want someone to go you like. You want to act like a swim coach. Yeah, I want someone to be like, you know, just go, you know, have them raise their hand and go shutter walk and yeah. boom, okay. I'll do it. Yeah, bring yeah. it. And then we'll have a, we need a whiteboard. We need to bring a whiteboard and we'll, we'll keep a tally of who's got the longest <laughs> shutter walk and I'll give them a prize. Okay. That's a great idea. Well, we've given you guys a lot to think about uh, when someone plays Shutterwalk against you or you play Shutterwalk against somebody else. Because remember, you both have to wait that amount of time. Not one person or no. the other. It's both of you guys. So you've got this list. Print it out. Keep it next to your, your desktop <laughs> there. And uh, when something comes up, just hey, knock one of those things off the list. And first thing I learned how to print out a podcast. Yeah, just print this <laughs> podcast out. <laughs> Print this podcast out and know. <laughs> Can't you do that? Three D printer, print sound, right? Print sound. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> Can you print me that song out? What? what? <laughs> no, no, not the musical notes. What are you talking about? I wanted the actual song printed out. Whoa. 
That's crazy. It reminds me there there are musical roads uh, in the in the world. There are a couple in the United States. Oh, and a I've heard of that. Like they only hear they only hear the melody if you're going at a certain speed limit. And they do that to like give positive reinforcement for going the speed limit. Maybe I guess yeah. Yeah, it could be a thing. And, and you just drive in a lane, and as these as your tires go over these grooves in the road, it plays like one plays a William Tell Overture. Oh. Yeah, and they play different ones. So yeah, just uh, search for musical roads on Google, and you'll find that it's. Okay. Uh, Pretty trippy. Here's your trivia for the week. The name Sylvanus comes from the Old English word Sylvan, which means of the forest. That is going to bring us to the end of episode number 379 of HearthCast. We thank you guys for listening, making it this far into the show. A lot of special shout-outs going out on our social medias. We want to thank all of our friends on Facebook, our followers on Twitter, the folks that hang out in our Discord chat. Uh, you can get there by going to bit.ly forward slash hearthcast. We'd love to have you come hang out with us. And as we close the show, we want to thank you for listening. <laughs>